and welcome to Devotions on the Psalms, Israel's Songbook, a podcast by Christ Lutheran Church in Brea, California. Welcome to our Psalm devotional. This is Pastor Eric, and we are on Psalm 81. So I'm very excited to share this psalm with you. It's one that I'm not that, I wasn't that familiar with, but I I think it's one that's incredibly beautiful. uh, And I think it's one that gives us incredible hope. So let's begin with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your love. We thank you for your love that persists even in the midst of our own stubbornness and our own sinfulness. Lord, we pray that you would bless us as we read and meditate this psalm, that you would humble us so that we could receive your love, which you freely offer every day. We pray this all in your precious Son, Jesus' name. Amen. All right, I'm going to go ahead and read it. And as I read it, I want you to be thinking about God's love. And I want I want you to think if you can connect this with any parable that Jesus taught. Because when I read this, I, I got, well, I just, it made me think of a parable. And it's one that I, I really, really love. So the title of this is, Oh, That My People Would Listen to Me, Psalm 81. To the choir master, according to the Githith of Asaph. Sing aloud to God our strength. Shout for joy to the God of Jacob. Raise a song, the sound of tambourine, the sweet lyre with the harp. Blow the trumpet at the new moon, at the full moon on our feast day. For it is a statute for Israel, a rule for the God of Jacob. He made it a decree in Joseph. He went out over the land of Egypt. I hear a language I had not known. I revived your shoulder of the burden. Your hands were freed from the basket. In distress you called, and I delivered you. I answered you in the secret place of thunder. I tested you at the waters of Meribah, Selah. Hear, O my people, while I admonish you. O Israel, if you would but listen to me. There shall be no strange God among you. You shall not bow down to a foreign god. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. I open your mouth wide, you open your mouth wide, and I will fill it. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsels. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and turn my hand against their foes. Those who hate the Lord would cringe toward him. Their fate would last forever. But he would feed you with the finest of wheat, and with honey from the rock I would satisfy you. So the parable that this made me think of is the parable of the prodigal son. And why is that? It's because God is always right there inviting, saying, if only you would come back to me. I'm ready. I'm waiting. I can't wait to bless you if you'd only come back to me. Um, we see this. What, is, what does God first do? He reminds the people of Israel, listen, look at how much I love you. Look at what I did for you. I brought you out of the land of Egypt. I care for you deeply. I want to watch over you. But what do they do? They forget. They forget God's love. They forget his goodness, and they turn to other things. And God is so saddened by this. He's so frustrated by it. These people that he loves, that he cares about, they're going other ways. And God knows these ways are not going to be good for them. They're going to be destructive. These false gods don't give what they promise. And instead they lead to destruction. 
And God doesn't want the destruction of those he loves. Of course, if you take this to our time, um, what is the great hope that we get? It's not that we've been slaves of Egypt. Instead, we're slaves to sin. And God has freed us of that through Jesus Christ. And yet still, even as Christians, even though Christ has died for us, so often we're running after the things of this world which don't satisfy. And so we're left heartbroken and we're left in trouble. And God is always right there to us saying, hey, I'm right here. I love you. Simply call upon me. I will save you. I will listen to your voice. Turn away from those other things that don't ever give you what, the, what they promise. Turn away from those sins. Turn away from selfishness and pride. Come back to me. I'm ready to bless you. I'm ready to take care of you. And I will do that. Don't you know how much I love you already? I already sent my son Jesus to die for you. As Paul says, he who did not spare his own son, how will he not also graciously give us all things? I guess you could say this is kind of an Old Testament version of that. Prodigal son who ran off, who wasted all his money, who basically told his father, you know, father, I wish that you would go and die. That father is still waiting patiently, hoping that his son will come back because he will race out to him, throw his arms around him and bless him. So remember, brothers and sisters, that's the God that you have. The God who is looking for any excuse to bless you, who cares for you deeply, who is pleading with you, turn away from your sin, come back to me. Your sin's going to lead to destruction, but I'm ready to bless you. There's another part I really, I really think is important that we look at, and this is verses 11 and 12. And this is the, the kind of tragic thing. Uh, C.S. Lewis has this wonderful quote. He says, really, there's only two outcomes for people. There are those who say to God, thy will be done. And there are those to whom God says, thy will be done. And you don't want to be part of that second. I'll read these again, verse 11 and 12. But my people did not listen to my voice. Israel would not submit to me. So I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsels. And you know, God, I've heard it said before that God is a gentleman in that he's not going to force you into that relationship with him. Um, and as Lutherans, we often say, you know, we, we do unfortunately have that ability to reject God's goodness. And that's why we say, I, I preached on predestination a while ago, we actually, we, we can't choose God on our own. That's only through a gift of the Holy Spirit. But because of our own rejection, we're all guilty. So if anyone is saved, God gets all the glory. That's all God's doing. But if anyone is damned, the blame rests entirely on them. And God has, well, given them over to their own desires. This is something that we see in Romans 2 that, you know, sorry, Romans 9. We see it in Romans 9 also that some people's hearts are hardened and God gives them over to their hardness of hearts. We see that in Romans 1 as well. We see it in Pharaoh. Um, you don't want that. You don't want God to say, all right, you've made your choice. I'll let you live in that choice. And that's why it's so important that we submit to God's word regularly because we make terrible decisions on our own. We need his word. We were made to be in that relationship. And that's why we submit ourselves. Submission, as we often say, it seems like it's a bad word. And there's so much of a rejection of all sorts of authority. But God's authority is good 
and necessary, and we need it. We are dependent on him, whether we think we are or we aren't. We're dependent on him for every good thing. And so submit to him, submit to his word, and he will provide for you. He will watch over you. He will bless you more than you know. It's not to say your life's always going to be easy, that everything's going to be perfect, but it will be so much better when you trust in him than if you don't. All right, let's close with a quick word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this wonderful psalm. We thank you for the hope that it gives, that it that promises your goodness, even in spite of our rejection and our sin. Lord, help us to repent of our evil ways. Help us to turn to you. Help us to submit our hard hearts to your good and righteous law. Lord, we pray that you would work through us so that others could see your love as well. We pray this all in your precious Son, Jesus' name. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, until next time, God's peace. Thank you for joining us. As a reminder, follow Christ Bray on all social media outlets and visit ChristBray.org. We'll see you next time.